My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. <clears throat> and I am going to talk about race, specifically the white race. Now, I don't really care about this. Um, race, I feel like I've been made to have to care about it, which is kind of why I'm making the episode, I think. If I can think through all of this. This is not something that I waste my time on very much um, throughout my days. The only time that I really think about it is uh, when news stories come up um, where somebody is out, either outright shitting on white people um, in a ironically um, uh, rant a racist rant um saying that that uh white people are being racist against others which usually happens with the uh different groups like BLM and and um stuff like that um i <laughs> i i just quickly looked up uh three searches the first was how many how many KKK groups are there in, in the U.S. and then how many neo-Nazi groups and then how many white supremacist groups? Because was it the FBI? It was the government, but primarily the Democrats. Um, I think it was the FBI who said, wasn't it the AD? Anyway, who stated that uh, the number one biggest threat to America is white supremacists. Is that how he said it? I might be fucking that up. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, welcome to my late night nugget. I have a sneaky suspicion that I was supposed to have Bentley on tonight. It's it's late. Um, it's later. Than, I've had a long day, so you might hear me yawning. I'm drinking a monster just to make it through this. So, uh, And hopefully I can make it an hour, but we'll see. Um, what really drove me to do this was the years upon years upon years. And yes, I've made episodes where I've talked about race and, and my stance on it and my take on, you know, whatever shooting there was and whatever. But the most recent one, um, that Sean from Actual Justice Warrior just covered, I just watched his, his, uh, video. After so long, dude, I just get kind of burnt out with with a certain situation that happened. And this one where the the uh, black guy was shooting at the woman. I I can't keep messing up her name. It's Era. Era. Era something. Um, and I, I don't mean to say that to like, to like um, insult her or anything. Uh, the poor lady had her and her two kids in her apartment. Remember I talked about that? You know this one. And he was shooting inside of her apartment. And then uh, she called the cops. The cops came and two snipers took him out. Um, I had only seen a couple of, of videos. I mean, they were, I guess, somewhat lengthy. One or two of them were uh, going over it. And we're like discussing, like people people analyzing the situation that happened and then, you know, whatever articles I, I came across. Um, Sean's had all sorts, and I mean, he he tends to really um, focus on certain parts of it. 
And so I saw a lot more coverage than um, I've seen in just his. And it was really well done. I I really like Sean's um, coverage on things. I like his breakdown. Um, I like the way that he does it. He's a very smart guy. I think that there's certainly areas that me and him would probably disagree on. Um, and that's fine, you know. I welcome disagreement. I think it makes for interesting conversation. <clears throat> but um, watching it, it you know, and, and seeing the people that showed up. And it, really, I, I think after this, but it's it's going to continue on that that BLM that BLM doesn't really go anywhere for a while. But what that situation should do is show the rest of the United States just in in the world just how um disgusting the the BLM movement has been. They are they don't care about black lives. Um they only care about the situations where a black life was taken where they can um, take advantage and and make a profit off of it you'd think and and a lot of people did think I, me i think included to a degree that when the news came out that the leaders of blm uh were taking the money donated and were buying themselves million dollar mansions numerous million dollar mansions and we're not giving it back to the community they were not really doing anything functional um to better the environments of of who they claimed to represent which would be black people but even that in its own is uh i think a lot of people that that affects them in a, in a negative way you know they see that as why is it only why is it only black people? I mean, the argument to be made from the BLM side is that well, black people are being being killed by police, specifically unarmed black men. They're being hunted by police. I mean, it was all the the these lies that were were um, being fed to us, or I mean, I guess if I could say us, I knew better. I think you guys probably knew better, but. You know, it goes in the mix of, of race hustlers um, pushing a narrative in order to garner power and money and fame. And so, like I said, I, I thought, and, and many people thought, that after the news broke about that, that it would um, it would negatively affect BLM and essentially make them start to dissipate. Well, with this that just, that just happened where this woman... I'm going to have to type it out. Uh, how did I type it up the other day? Woman fronts BLM. Black protester, protester confronts white woman tagging Starbucks. The fuck? Ooh. looking it up. Should. It's a lot of keywords. Give me your name. And she's kind of racially ambiguous. Ambiguous? Ambiguity? 
Ambiguous. <laughs> Got there. Arabella. See, that's a hard name for me for some reason. I don't know many Arabellas. Uh, she was the woman um, in, in this situation where she confronted BLM in front. And the thing is, is that they were they were out protesting in front of this is where the man was shot and killed. It's right in front of her house. So she pulls up with her kids in the car. She's got a nice car, too. Um, and as this douchebag's out there running his mouth, uh, I mean, this is the epitome of a knee-jerk reaction in what BLM did with this. You know, there's a black man that was killed by the cops, and they show up and just start protesting. You know, nobody looks into the case to see if if this was a bad black man. If the black man was maybe the bad guy. What they find out is that um, it wasn't another black person. It wasn't... It wasn't somebody of a, a different ethnicity outside of whiteness or white people that shot him. And so they go, okay, we got a black man that was shot by cops and that's it. And then they go out and they protest. I've said before that... I hated the response to Black Lives Matter being All Lives Matter because in both of those phrases, they're incorrect. At least to me, if you were to ask me, do you think all black lives matter? I would say no. Um, or do you think black lives matter? Which is in itself an insulting phrase because it's, it is to, to say amongst people that uh, you assume that... <clears throat> I think that all black or that black lives don't matter. It's just a, it's a, it's a tactical slogan. And the problem with black lives matter is you're not differentiating. Now I don't differentiate between a liberal a leftist, a Democrat and a socialist. I don't do that because it's a waste of time and they're essentially all one and the same anyway, but that's ideologically. If we're talking about amongst a group of people who have, I can never remember the word, but basically characteristics, physical characteristics um, that they didn't choose. So skin color, hair, eyes, nose. Uh, I'll go so far as to say even um, sexual um, proclivity, preference. Um, and even there, I have a bit of hypocrisy when it comes to certain things like gay people being priests in the church. Um, in my untrusting of, of gay people around, um, uh, of gay people babysitting, I'll admit that, you know, I'm uncomfortable with it. You know, it's not like you can, you know, you can't really shit on somebody for having an uncomfortability when it comes to something like that. Also knowing all of the information that I know, but outside of there. I would still, and I think that it, it still is important to differentiate amongst those groups as to what they do and why they do it. I mean, the psychology of it, right? So if you were if you were to ask me, do all lives matter? Um, I would say no, not all lives matter because uh, the rapists, the um, murderers, the slavers, which there are still plenty of today and seemingly the left doesn't want to pay attention to that. Because it hurts their narrative about about white slave owners in the United States. But there are bad people within every group. I, as a Roman Catholic, know this all too well. 
I don't like it. <laughs> it sucks. You know, but as as a Roman Catholic, I have to admit that, yes, even in the church, there are bad people. And that's ideologically. Certainly within groups of um, physical characteristics that we cannot, or that we didn't choose, that we came into, there are plenty of bad people. This situation being example A, um, or exhibit A. Um, this guy... I can find his name. Andrew Teckel Sunberg, a black man, uh, lived in this complex, complex, this apartment complex with Arabella Foss Yarborough, Yarbra, um, and they, and they, he lived there for I think three years, or she lived there for three years. Anyway, they knew each other for three years, <laughs> and they had actually had some arguments. There's people who are claiming that this guy had mental illness and stuff like that. Um, which is, okay, um, I don't really have anything to go against that, but I hope that's not a thing that people are just going to start leaning on, that when when somebody does something like this, that it's, oh, they have a mental illness, as opposed to they were a fucking bad person, because there are plenty of those out there. <clears throat> this guy was a bad person within the black community. This fucking dude took out a gun, lost his shit, took out a gun, and um, started threatening this woman within her house. She was basically imprisoned in her house for six hours. Uh, Sean kept saying that he tracked her movements throughout the house. I don't know if he was on the outside pointing in. I know he, he shot into the house quite a few times um, while she, was, she had her kids with her. This is fucking terrible. This should be at the top of that that uh list of like okay what do we look for to say that somebody is not a good person this is it you have imprisoned somebody within their own domicile and are threatening their life and not only that you're attempting to take away their life with their kids and that was her point when she got out of the car and she starts screaming at these people these fucking sons of bitches that are out there uh, protesting and celebrating this guy's life. And she even said that. She said, you are celebrating, my kids are in the car and they're watching you celebrate the man that tried to kill them. Fuck. What a charge against you. If you were one of the people, if you're listening to this, which are more than likely not, if you were one of the people that were in that crowd that was doing this, that was celebrating this motherfucker and uh, you were protesting on, on his side, Fuck you. I hope something real bad happens to you, you piece of shit. Um, that's just terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. But that's what BLM is. And um, sure, there's some dumbasses out there who take it for surface surface level value and and uh, and go along with the same dumb ideas, you know, that everybody else does, or or, or you know, think, oh yeah, I, I support BLM or whatever and don't really know. Sure, there's plenty of those people. But I would say that there is a large portion of the BLM supporters that, ah, I guess I got to include those that are brainwashed, but also um, those that know better and don't care. I mean, when you really break down all of these cases, holy shit, I forgot uh, what do they call him? The Black Hitler? Kazi Kazo? 
This guy, I just learned. Kodzi, I'm going to see if I can pick it up. Kodzi Kodzo. Kodzo, Black Hitler, this fucking guy, Gazzy Kodzo, um, <laughs> fully endorsed the Chicago kidnapping, how many, five years ago, this was the black kids that um, kidnapped, I bet, I'm betting, kidnapped a mentally handicapped white kid and tortured him cut hit cut into his fucking skull i remember this i'm bet and it's saying here that black hitler gazi Kodso fully endorsed it he is a gay black man i'm trying to find this this uh <laughs> story <laughs> um Alright. Gazi Kodzo. Prison? <laughs> this is so fucked up. Uh I know it's like you're waiting in anticipation, it's getting annoying. Here we go. As soon as it loads up. Oh my gosh. Black supremacist leader, Chief Gazi Kodzo, charged with sodomy, kidnapping, imprisonment, assault, etc. I'm pretty certain it's murder. <laughs> um, on July 19th, someone called the police to report kidnapping and then hung up. The call was traced to the headquarters of the Black Hammers. This is a notorious black supremacist group led by Augustus Romaine, a.k.a. Chief Gazi Kodzo. I feel like a name like Augustus Romaine, I mean... Is there a possibility that he could have um, come from nothing or, or not come from money or whatever? Sure, but that sounds like a name that you give your kid when you come from money. Just my two cents. And I'll tell you what, in this picture, he looks like he could be a uh, like a good businessman. Like he's a good looking guy, you know, uh, like he could have done something really good with his life. But <laughs> he went on to become a... Uh, very gay, very pro-black supremacy. Like literally, this guy will tell you it. He'll tell you that white people are inferior. I think he, I think he believes the same shit as the, um, the the uh, black Hebrew Israelites and shit. That like there was a black scientist. Like at, the whole world was great, basically like Atlantis, right? The whole world they had flying cars and all sorts of other shit. I might be. I might be being a little hyperbolic here, but I'm going to continue on. He, uh, that, that there is this evil black, uh, scientist who created, uh, white people in a test tube to enslave other black people. <laughs> These fucking thoughts <laughs> comes up with this shit. Uh, and I'm pretty certain he believes in the same shit. I mean, that's how, that's how nutty some of this gets. Um, when police arrived, there were 10 people in the house. One of them, said to be 19-year-old, committed suicide shortly after police arrived. Weird. Kodzo referred to the man as mentally different and told media that he was killed by police officers. He also referred to the 19-year-old as my son. Fucking story gets stranger. Um, 
atheism is unstoppable i can't remember his name fuck he uh he's on gavin mcginnis's um censor.tv I saw the video where he covered this. Kodzo then took the social media to brag that the incident would give his group free publicity. Among other things, he stated, this is a great moment. Our voices will be amplified. Kazo was eventually arrested in the scene. We now have learned that he is charged with sodomy, aggravated assault. Kid, can, is sodomy still a thing? I don't, I don't, um... I don't know how you can have legis... I don't see, so, like... As so <laughs> weird, as a Catholic, um, I believe it's a sin, but I don't see as a non-liberal leftist, independent, politically minded person. Um, I don't believe in any kind of legislation that should be against what one or more adults want to do. It doesn't hurt the environment or the um, or someone else involuntarily. So sodomy would be under that. Like I don't. Why would you solder? Why would you charge somebody with sodomy? I mean, unless it was like rape, but that's rape, right? Aggravated assault. Assault is verbal, not physical. Um, battery is physical. Kidnapping. Okay. False imprisonment. Gotcha. Conspiracy. Don't know what that's for. And participation in street gang activity. I feel, I don't feel super good about that. I don't like that idea. I don't like gangs. I'm heavily against gangs, but. When that's a when that's a law, I mean, you know, watch out for who who sits on the throne because they could throw that out on anyone. Uh, Rushin Hakim was also arrested at the scene. He was charged with obstruction, aggravated assault, kidnapping, false imprisonment, conspiracy, and participation in street gang activity. Hakim has been see what I mean because like this is a black supremacy group. You get to believe whatever the fuck you want. You get to start your own groups. Um, I mean, what were they doing? Is there like a set of rules to be able to charge somebody with street gang activity? You know, like I don't, I don't like that. I mean, are they just throwing that? Listen, dude, I I think that this guy is a royal piece of shit. <laughs> I think I think if he did something wrong, if he was behind this kid getting killed, then by all means, charge him with that and whatnot. But like these other charges, I just I don't like it. It's like either charge the fucking guy with what he did or not. I don't like the piling on charges that are, you know, because what I'm always afraid of and what you should be afraid of and everyone else is that then they can always turn that on you at some point in your life, right? And just you're out there with a group of your friends and shit and, and, and they don't like you because you're white, which is kind of my point to this episode and you'll, I'll get to that. Um, they'll charge you with street gang activity. Throw a couple more years on. I like it. Uh, false imprisonment, conspiracy, and participation in street gang activity. Hakeem has been photographed wearing a Black Hammer t-shirt in the past. Okay. And it kind of goes, see how I'm dealing with that? It's like, I don't care. All right. So we know who he is. Cool. I'd rather have that. I'd rather know that you hate me because of my, my skin color than not. And you fucking, you sneak around me and, and, um, false imprison me and sodomize me i'd rather i'd rather know where my enemies are so i can prevent that from happening than uh than not because you're worried about the rules kodzo started a smile tone on youtube before launching the black hammers i don't know what a smile tone is oh started as smile tone on youtube uh then he became known for trying to establish a no whites allowed autonomous zone squatter camp in a remote part of colorado 
Later, he moved the group to Clayton County, south of Atlanta. How is that one black city going? Have we heard anything about that? Let me type it in. Remember, I I was like in support of it. Yeah, all right, man. If you guys can, uh, you know, by the way, you bought it. So that's yours. You can do what you want with it. Um, black. The fuck was it called? Black only. Is it a state? Do I call it a state? Town in U.S.? Oh, maybe in Georgia. Is that where it was? I don't know how that's going. But I was like, yeah, sure. Have at it, man. Do your thing. Georgia getting a reality show. Okay, that was 2020. Inside Freedom, Georgia. The black-owned town that will serve as... A safe haven for black families. All right, I think this is it. 19 black families have purchased nearly 100 acres of land in the rural town of Toomsboro that will be known as Freedom, Georgia. I'm hoping that it will be thriving. How many acres? Only 100 acres. I'm hoping that it will be a thriving safe haven for people of color. Blah, blah, blah. Located east of Macon in Wilt. Wilkinson County, Georgia, Scott and her friend investor in on top of Um Okay. Okay, Freedom, Georgia. Let's see. How's it going? Um Freedom Georgia, I can't type. How is it going? Is what I'm gonna type in. <laughs> how it started, how it's going. I'll go to the freedomgeorgiainitiative.com. I mean, this was, so two years ago. Oh yeah, we got a man dressed in a pimp suit right here. Bet it's going to turn out great, guys. <laughs> uh, donate to freedom. Oh, so you need people to donate to you. Okay, all right, well, whatever. Uh, building with this, form a partnership. There is a black kid with a bow and arrow. Is that cultural appropriation of my people? <laughs> uh, our vision, our partners about, let's see about. I want to know, do you guys have anything fucking built yet? All I see is like vision and shit. I'm not, I haven't played this video or whatever, but anyway. Oh, no, shit, no. Oh, I just got rid of the Gazzy Code So thing on accident. Fuck me running. Gadzi. Not really, though, Gadzi. Uh, code. So. Charges. Arrested after cops find blah, blah, blah. Find a dead body at his home. Okay, wait. I was, we were already there. Um, So this person died. And I think how... Fuck. Destin? De no. Dust Dustin? No. Whoever the guy's name is for um, atheism is unstoppable, which obviously me and that guy had some would have some some disagreements. Also, why I think people like me, which I would put um, Gavin in that that um, that circle. Gavin is a Catholic, 
He's also a Knights, Knight of Columbus. Um, he is obvious not liberal leftist. And he probably has some severe, I would say, disagreements with uh, atheism is unstoppable. And yet he brought him onto his, his um, website. He brought him into within his realm to give him the ability to talk uh, and say whatever the fuck he wants on the show. So I thought that was pretty cool. And atheism is unstoppable. He was actually going to bring on Ghazi Kodso too. I remember hearing him talk about that. But, uh, wow, this tells a much different story. All right, Ghazi Kodso, the leader of the fringe extremist group Black Hammer Party that has been described as a cult, was arrested by police in Georgia following a police standoff. That's not what that other story was saying, was it? The house of the center of an hours-long SWAT standoff and a deadly shooting in Fayetteville on Tuesday is connected to Atlanta-based extremist organization, the Black Hammer Party. Fayetteville police say they received a 911 call to morning. A person whispering that they had been kidnapped by an organization was being held in the garage of a residence. They located it. There was an hours-long standoff. And a neighborhood was placed under a shelter-in-place order. After it was resolved, authorities said they described a dead body with a gunshot wound that authorities believe may have been self-inflicted. The body was identified as an 18-year-old man named Amante T. Ammons. Uh, Augustus Romaine, 36, so he's only three years younger than me, was also, no, also known as Ghazi Kotso, was arrested on charges of aggravated sodomy in two counts on each of the charges of conspiracy to commit a false, a felony, where the fuck? Felony, false imprisonment, kidnapping, aggravated assault. But they don't even have the sodomy in this one, and criminal street gang activity. And then his 21-year-old friend, Xavier Russian, uh, was also uh, charged with several crimes. Kodso, and then this is where Kodzo claims that police killed his son. That, so that other fucking weird story was all over the place. <sighs> Reached its apex with an attempt to build Black Hammer City in the Colorado wilderness. Kodzo's internet haters quickly predicted the site would turn to Jonestown 2.0. While it didn't go that poorly... The attempted city was a disaster. So, um, you have um, you have the government claiming that the number one biggest problem, and in, 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 I know I'm saying that wrong, um, biggest threat to I don't know, our way of life is um, I think they said either white nationalism, white supremacy, or something to that effect. Okay. That's what they claim. And it's not true. Um, you have... You have the promotion of Black Lives Matter... Um, which is a promotion promotion of a group that picks the uh, uh, criminals, true criminals, with good shoots in many of the, the vast majority of these cases, um, and protects them essentially, or not only protects them but but punishes the 
community and or society for their adequate handling of these menaces. <clears throat> and then you have the promotion, and this has been going on for quite some time. We can all remember black entertainment television. You have promotion of a singular race within um, a truly diverse uh, society of races. Um, and you have promotion of one race, and it's the bringing up of one while pushing down another. Put, quite frankly, pushing down all others. <clears throat> you have laws, systemic laws like affirmative action, which is why I say that when people say, is there systemic racism, you shouldn't say no. You should say yes and clarify where the systemic racism is. Affirmative action is that. We are supposed to be a society that promotes and and supports meritocracy, which is to say, if you have merit, if you have something that you're really good at, you should be promoted. You should you should go up the the rings of the corporate ladder or the whatever ladder in society. If you are doing something better than other people, you should t you should get the positions. You should get the, no matter really much of anything when it comes to your physical characteristics your sex no that shouldn't matter your skin color shouldn't matter hair eye facial how you look whatever it should be solely on your merit that's what we were supposed to um, and that's what makes a laissez-faire society without shitty regulations from the government who don't know dick and aren't good at anything that's how you get the, the best working economy is by by <clears throat> supporting and promoting meritocracy. We don't have that. Affirmative action works exactly against that. We have it to an effect, you know, and it's supposed to it's it's kind of embedded. Really, meritocracy is is embedded in all of us where take whatever job you've ever worked. Um, say you and another person are working the same job. If you are doing better than them, and then the day's over, right? You did better. You performed and or made more, I don't know, whatever, gadgets or whatever. Um, if you made more than the other person, and let's say the other person got paid more, you instinctively would think to yourself, that is wrong, and you'd be right to do so. Shit, to get paid the same. There's, because of how long this has been going on, um, we think to ourselves, yeah, that isn't right, you know, but we all, we both got hired into this job, you know, I get it. They weren't doing their job. I was doing mine, but you still within your intrinsically understand that to be wrong. You know, that that person probably shouldn't keep their job. If they're fucking off, if they're sleeping on the job, especially if they're showing up late, if they're not performing, then more than likely, that person shouldn't be able to keep their job. They, sh they should be replaced with somebody who will do the job. Not necessarily what affirmative action is all about. And the same with the unions. Um, I have a problem with the unions, too, because I saw this while working in the unions. You know, I saw some people do some pretty fucked up shit, dude. 
uh i saw people taking um the company's uh supplies and i and made me go with them drive these supplies to their own house where they got it for free they got the you know i was working in, in plumbing and piping uh, pipe fitting and um we would take a lot of uh <clears throat> a lot of pipes over to their house because they wanted to re um repipe their own house i had seen that you know, so essentially stealing. Now, I can't say shit at that point because that's the foreman telling me, you know. Oh, well. But, uh, and I'm I'm holding back, but I guess I probably shouldn't. Also, <laughs> not that it really has it, not that I'm like putting this on that story that it's because of this, but as an ironic um, detail, uh, he was my black foreman by the way so and um also one of the many one of the many people not that they all were black but one of the many people that were kept on who were not good at their job he was terrible the other foremen were fucking furious with this guy uh because the crews that he ran the other foreman later had to come back through and fix with their own crews um and within the black foreman's crew there were white guys i think the majority of which um, we're all white guys. I don't know if there was any other, any other race. So, um, but these guys fucked off, you know, they had to bring in some, some people from Detroit and, uh, who happened to be white guys. They weren't black. And, uh, one of them had a uh, serious addiction with painkillers. He would fall asleep. I am not shitting you while, uh, oh shit. What do you call that? While welding two pieces of fucking uh, uh, steel pipe together. He'd have, I am not shitting you. I saw this happen with my own eyes many a time. He had a stick and he was welding and he fucking fell asleep. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So I'm getting too far away from like the, the race thing. I, again, this is really not something that I want to spend my time doing. But uh, I feel feel like I need to say something when it comes to the situation that just happened out there in Minneapolis with this poor lady who, uh, um, unfortunately had this thing happen to her. Um, and it was just, I don't know, an accumulation of, of, you know, years of seeing people talk so fucking poorly about white people and put them in a group and um claim that they're essentially bad i mean a very racist thing to say wouldn't you say i've got two white kids um so you're talking about them now i get even more protective than i already was you know um i've got all of my best friends are white um all of my um immediate family were white um you know, so you're talking shit about them. And that's not okay. You know, it's, it's when you put it in that perspective, it's like, okay, now you got a problem with them. Now you got an even worse of a problem with me. But I'm not going to lower myself to that standard of, of thinking, all right, well, then we need to start rating people based off of their group. That's just silly. Because no two people are the same. Everybody's as different as their fingerprints. Um, even though I think they're trying to make a push to say that they're, that some people's fingerprints are the same. That's not true. 
Um, similar, sure, but true, no, or but exactly no. I'm gonna have to get off here in a minute. Um, it is a sickening time, and I and I hope that we can look back on history, look back in history when we get to a certain point and see just how ridiculous this was because this has got to stop it really it really must we must stop thinking in these terms and allowing for the promotion of this shit in these forms i mean really it just takes people standing up and i think i think people have been so shocked into being scared of being called racist um, especially if they're white, being called racist and being called any other names, even though all the while, dude, I grew up in high school going through um, the halls and there'd be black kids uh, that are are shit talking white people and the white people wouldn't stand up for themselves. Um, and I still don't look at those kids and go, oh, you represent all black people because it's just not the truth. Like I said, we're all different. No... No, um, as much as no two people are the same, no two humans, no two black people are the same either. And so knowing that and truly knowing that, which we all should know, um, you cannot say that all of one group are represented by any one of that group. That's, uh, that's an incorrect statement to make <clears throat> and it's silly and it's wrong, um, and I think if you do that, if you get into that, um, you set yourself up for for failure and possibly worse because there are – I think I've, I'm sure I've said this before. There are more white people that I can't stand than black people that I know. Um, so it would be a little weird if I were to say, yeah, white people are better than black people when there are black people that I absolutely adore and love, you know? Um, same with Asian people, which now it, it, apparently that's become some kind of, uh, negative thing to say. Orientals, the fuck? They come from the Orient. It's a geographical location, dude. How is that a racist, a racist thing? I don't think it is. And I don't think I'll stop using it, but, uh, I did use it the other day and somebody was like, Oh, and I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be a part because it's only the, the, this minuscule amount of people that's, has a problem with anything. And it's usually white liberal women that tend to have that. Oh, you just said that this weren't one group. Yeah, well, I mean, I included an ideological component to it. So, and they tend to push that shit pretty hard too. I know I'm all over the place in this episode. It's a little late. It's a lot late. All right. So, um, <clears throat> but, oh, God damn it. This fucking X mark is so close. This was Nazis. This was white supremacist. Okay. How many KKK members are there in the U.S.? Fuck, dude. As soon as I go to click on it, I accidentally hit this stupid little X button, and it goes away. This is from usnews.com. And I just want to point out how many, how many people there are. Some 42 different Klan groups were active in 22 states as of June 2017. A slight increase from early 2016, according to a group. So that's 42 groups. Um, in the whole of the United States of America. 
How many people are within these groups is what I really want to know because it's ridiculous. In addition to the more than 40 identified clan groups, the ADL, Anti-Defamation League. This fucking group would claim that I am a white supremacist, even though I just said all the shit that I just said. That you, racism is silly. You can't think that everybody in your group is immune from being bad um, because that's false. Uh, um, supporting your group, you'll you'll set yourself up for failure, uh, your, your racial group, because there's bad people with your new group, right? As I just said. So uh, they would still label me as um, <clears throat> as a white supremacist by a lot of the shit that I say and stand for and stuff. Because I don't think like a simple-minded mouth breather and I take each situation into consideration and I try to break it all down and I'm understanding of different aspects of those situations, right? Where I can look at the, the 15, what is it, the 30... 1350 uh, claim, which is that 13% of the population commits over 50% of the crimes, uh, especially um, violent crimes and murders. Well, it's not 1350, and this is where they would call me a white supremacist. It's more like 4% uh, commit over 50%. Because within that 13, um, you have age limits. So anything under 10 is you can't include anything over. I don't know, 60 you can't include, so you're talking 11 to 59. And overwhelmingly, it isn't women. Uh, there's a percentage of women, but you're really dwindling that 13% down to, I said four, all right, let's say, let's say, I don't know, I guess let's say six just to be, just to give uh, over to the side of like, you know, whatever, whatever, irregularities in, in statistics and whatnot that you can use. So we'll say 6% of our population commits over 50% of the crime. That is what I have known. That is what I have gathered. Um, looking over the FBI crime statistics, hearing all both sides, uh, talking heads on both sides talk about all this shit. That's what the number is. 6% of our population being uh, younger um people of black descent um, commit or have committed and got caught to where a report could be made <sighs> over 50% of the violent crimes and murders within the United States of America. That's not great. Now, I've often blamed um, groupthink within geographical locations having been a, a large factor, which I rarely hear. And what I mean by that is it's people in cities, people in cities where um, apathy tends to be at its strongest effect uh, because of so many people. That's where I think that you get a lot more of this, the, the, the um, mentation in, in the passed on mentation. Uh, you're not seeing people from you know, rural areas keeping up with the, and, and, and that's in, a, in whole, keeping up with, let's say, a quarter of the cities in the United States, let alone all the cities. Um, but anyway, the Anti-Defamation League tracked Klan activity to 11 other states during the same time, including some states perceived to be more liberal, like California. The ADL tracked the movement from January, blah, 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 blah. 
16 to 17 nationwide. So this is five years ago. Nationwide, there will there are still an estimated 3,000 Klan members and unaffiliated people who identified with Klan identity, according to the ADL. 3,000. We have almost 400 million in the United States of America. 3,000. Well, I mean, I guess there, there are still an estimated 300 and unaffiliated people who identify, according to the ADL. Is that total? They can't be. I would have thought you would say they would have made an argument of like 50,000, 100,000 maybe. Where are these groups? Mississippi, Alabama, Kentucky, Tennessee, Texas, Arkansas, Georgia, Maryland, Missouri, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Florida, Illinois, Louisiana, Maine, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Washington. Watch out, guys, for those 3,000 people. They're going to take it all over. Okie dokie. So, <laughs> um, how many Nazis are there in America? Really? As soon as... Oh! The Daily Beast. Unlock our... Uh, what? No, unlock article. Nope. I'm not paying for your shit, Daily Beast. All right. Well, that sucked because I wanted to find out. Elite Daily. Let's see. Almost one in ten Americans think it's okay to be a neo-Nazi, says terrifying new poll. What the fuck? This, again, 2017. Why can't I find any fucking articles? Listen, I just, like, clicked on. I looked for Daily Beast. I was like, yeah, let's find some liberal shit and see what they say. SPL. Here we go. SPL Center. They've got a swastika. I have said it before, dude, that... The liberal left, and this is really what's pushing a lot of this shit, and I think re keeping it alive. I think that because of the liberal leftist progressive Democrat, um, they're the ones keeping racism on life support. I think it would truly go away, and people would be a hell of a lot more understanding of one another's predicaments and, and actions and all this other shit if you didn't have an organization uh, or a, an entity much like the liberal leftist progressive Democrat who saw this as an opportunity to garner more power. And so they keep racism as a, a, a ace up their sleeve and they keep it on life support so that they can use it when they need it. They know that it's effective to call people racist and it and people will back down because of it. Because throughout history that has happened until they get to people like me and then I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You better hope that if I'm racist, all other racists are like me because I'm the nicest racist there has ever been. Because I don't even operate in that standpoint. So anyway, neo-Nazi group shared hatred for Jews. Anti-Defamation League is primarily made up of Jewish people. Uh, and a love for, the hatred for Jews and love for Adolf Hitler in Nazi Germany. I don't, I don't do any of that. While they also hate other minorities, gays and lesbians, even and sometimes Christians, they perceive the Jew as their cardinal enemy. This is true, at least as, in as much as the KKK is, is concerned. Uh, they don't like me because I'm Catholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. They don't like Catholics. Kind of hard to be a KKK guy when um, they hate my faith, huh? Uh, setbacks. As in previous years, the neo-Nazi movement continued to struggle under significant setbacks to in-person organization organizing in 2021. All right. How many? That's what I want to know. 
have like a, I have something in my fucking ear. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. A dirty, no, hold on. What's ahead? The size and influence of historically prominent groups will continue to change as the movement reforms itself to cater to new generation of neo-Nazis. Like other parts of the white power movement, many of these younger neo-Nazis have tossed aside traditional... What is this? They have a map here. Background. Neo-Nazi groups. American Futurist and that's in Denver, Colorado, and Michigan. Wait a minute. I live in Michigan, and D.B. Cooper lives in Colorado. Is there a connection? <laughs> um, they have some groups here, but they don't have any fucking numbers. Ooh, do they have uh, the Proud Boys on here? Let's see. N. O. No. Patriotic Descent Books. The fuck, man. Third Reich books. I would say that's probably neo-Nazi. I think you're right. Let's see. Let's count these groups. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. View all groups by state and ideology. Twenty-seven. And they have a map of these fuckers. Um, what I'm searching for is to see what their numbers say. And kind of put that into, into perspective as to how many people there are. Now, um, this United U.S. What is this called? U.S. News claimed 3,000. That was the only number I could find. I don't know if that's like additional 3,000, right? So let's say they say there's 50 and there's an additional 3,000 out there. All right, 53,000. I'm willing to give you guys 50,000 as your number just to fuck around with. But in perspective to the 400 million people, um, I think it's hard to claim that the neo-Nazis are the biggest threat to the United States. Uh, it's when the media, who runs with all this shit and primarily is ran by the liberal leftist progressive Democrat ideology um, and institutions like academia and entertainment industry, when they claim that this white guy over here who did something bad is a part of the greater group of Nazis and white nationalists and all that other shit, um, then you see how they start to make this argument. But the argument is null and void when they didn't have those ties. When they claim that all of these police officers are white nationalists and shit like that. It's like, no. Oh, when they claim pre uh, President Trump uh, loves all these guys. 50,000 or 53,000 people didn't get him elected. But then that's how they just kind of absorb all of Trump and all of all of his supporters and shit like that into this group of, of white nationalists. It's a load of shit. Now, this one, <laughs> Melanoid Nation. Okay. Now, this is back in 2014. No updates to your shit, guys? Here's a list of some more significant white extremist organizations in America today. Living in a society built on systemic racism. Oh, you mean like uh, affirmative action? Melanoid people. Because there's no laws that say that uh, it's okay to, that we should mistreat black people and elevate white people. However, there is affirmative action that elevates black people and um, 
and pushes down white people or, or sets them aside. Same with Indians from India, the dot, not the feather. That's racist. Fuck off. And, um, and people, people from Asia, uh, more specifically, like the Orient. See how I did that? Um, because when it comes to testing uh, to get into colleges and things like that, which, you know, it is what it is. Um, you, different groups of people have to test differently. That's terrible. Um, I don't have to test as high as somebody from India or, uh, I don't know, China or Japan. That's pretty fucked up, you know? Um, <laughs> oftentimes they don't have to announce their white supremacist status like most businesses and institutions did in America before 1964 because white supremacy is so institutional, institutionalized and accepted as normal today. Fucking where? It ain't amongst the group of people I grew up with in Michigan or Tennessee or New York or Arkansas. Um, yeah, no, that is not, that is not true. <laughs> so, so silly. It's so goofy that this is, uh, the thought, the thought process of these fucking people. Um, then there are self-described white supremacist organizations. These groups are best cater categorized as white extremist organizations. No, you fuckers label Groups like the Proud Boys and Patriot Prayer, who have more diversity within their group than you fuckers could ever imagine. Um, you claim that they are the white extremist organizations. Fuckers. Uh, here is a list of some of the more blah, 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 blah. American Renaissance is a monthly ra racialized, racialist magazine published by New Century Foundation. I don't know. Maybe that one could be. American Freedom Party, American Third Position Party... Is an American political which promotes white supremacy. American Nazi Party. I think you got one, guys. <laughs> I think you found one. Here's the next one. Aryan Brotherhood of Texas. I think you're getting close, fellas. <laughs> Aryan Nations. Makes sense. Council of Conservative Citizens is an American political organization that supports a large variety of conservative and paleoconservative causes in addition to white supremacism. Separ separatism. I don't know about that, fellas. <laughs> Until that last part, they sounded like just people that you don't agree with. Creativity Movement, formerly known as the World Church of the Creator, is a white supremacist political organization that advocates the racist, ra racialist religion creativity. The fuck? Euro is a white separatist organization in the United States led by former Louisiana state representative and presidential primary candidate David Duke. Yeah, but he left it. He left white supremacy. He is not a white supremacist anymore. Like, you guys are okay with, uh, I almost said Larry Bird. <laughs> What's that fucking guy that the Clintons liked? Uh, something Bird. You guys were okay with him leaving it. And Bill Clinton, on when he died, was like, yeah, he was just a good old boy. Oh, you mean a good old boy that went and found black people and, and actually hurt them? Uh, David Duke, which I'm no fan of, but as far as I understand, I thought he left. I could be wrong, but I thought he left, like, the supremacy ideology altogether. Hold on real quick. Excuse me. Um, this is going to be a fun list. Uh, I, I feel like this this is going to have to be a, a part one because <laughs> I got to get off here. Um, 
and and do more. <sighs> the Ku Klux Klan, often abbreviated KKK and formerly known as the Klan. Yeah, guys, we're all in agreement with that one. Good one. Good job. You found one. National Alliance, uh, National Association for the Advancement of White People. Okay, that sounds pretty racist. National Policy Institute is a think tank based in Augusta, Georgia, in the United States. It has no mention of any kind of... You see this type of shit? It's just blatantly um, and unapologetically uh, labeling anybody that they just assume is racist as racist. So what they did with the Proud Boys... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. And the Proud, the Proud Boys... Um, are anything but they are are, are far more divor divorced diverse than I would say like the liberal left as a whole might have a hard time keeping up with the proud boys in terms of diversity you know especially with how many black people are, are waking up to the liberal left and seeing in the democrat party and, and realizing like how fucked up they are I mean truly black people realize and and I know that this is something that that comes along with um like BLM and shit part of their argument is that uh because of the Tuskegee experiments um and what they did to black people and that which I have talked about before um yes you're right in that but look at what they're doing with COVID you know take that and just fucking I don't know, maybe I'm just searching for straws to be like, hey, dude, take anything you can to get away from the Democrats. But they they, they uh, specifically uh, went after black people in that, too, in terms of uh, getting trying to get them vaccinated and fucking wearing masks and all that other shit. All these things that did nothing to mitigate the spread within the black community, because the black community was very off, was very standoffish about about this. Um I've heard people like Gavin McGinnis say that uh, black people in in uh, New York thought it was just a white people disease. Um, and then uh, once I think word got around that more black people weren't weren't participating in it, uh, they they made a they made more of a push within the black communities to try to get them to go along with the covid nuttiness. Um, I mean, I was really I was hoping no shit. And I, I don't know if I ever really verbalized this, but I was really hoping that the black people would stand firm and be like, nah, fuck you, asshole. You fucking came after us in the Tuskegee experiments. We're not trusting you so easily again. Um, but I, I live in a very diverse area. Uh, there's plenty of black people, um, uh, Arabs, uh, Asians, uh, white, uh, Mexicans, um, and I say Mexican. Oh gosh, I remember the time that I was talking to a client in California, and the, I said something about the different parts of Detroit, and I said Mexican town, and he like gasped, oh, like that. And I'm like, it made me stop. I go, what? He goes, I can't believe you said that. And I go, Mexican town? Is that what you're worried about? And he goes, yeah. I go, listen, dude, it was created by Mexicans actual Mexicans from Mexico. They are proud of where they come from. When did it become a, a what is it, a derogative uh, name? Like, don't go around fucking shitting on Mexicans. And you know what I mean? Like, because they, the, of the name Mexican. It's what they are. Or the, the, the label Mexican or whatever you call it. Like, I'm Irish. 
If I were, if fucking somebody were to be like, I can't believe you said Irish. I'd be like, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm proud of being Irish. But people are so stupid that they, they fall for this shit. I digress. Back to it. Am I making any sense? Hopefully I am because I really feel like I've... Oh, we're almost done. This isn't as long a list as I thought. <laughs> what? Uh, there's some people who commented. I accidentally got down here. 455 thoughts on here's a list of white supremacist extremist organizations in America. First one, John Malko. Shut the fuck up, you ignorant shitface. Shake my head. And I'm not even colored or poor. Okay. Johnny responds, dog shit is more superior than redneck white trash. Thank you. Uh, Kevin Knight, do you know the difference between dog shit? Oh, buddy. And an <laughs> dog shit in a Niger, eventually dog shit will turn white and stop stinking so bad. He didn't spell nigger. He spelled Niger. <laughs> like Niger. N-I-G-E-R. <laughs> And then, this is the one that caught my eye, <laughs> Frank Oslo. Kevin, you sound like a gay guy. Want to hook up? <laughs> the fuck? Uh, just a little bit of shit posting at the end. Uh, National Alliance, National Association for the Advancement of White People. Sounds racist. National Policy Institute, National Socialist Movement. What? <coughs> Scusi. National Socialist Movement, um, you got to know some shit. You got to know a little history to know where they're going with this one. National Socialist Movement sounds a lot like the National Socialist Party, which would be the Nazi Party of Germany. A party, a party founded in 1974. Since 2005, the party has become very active, staging many marches and demonstrations. I think you got one there, guys. Good job. You picked out the clever cleverness of that one. National Vanguard. I've heard about this. National Movement is a what is like the national thing? What's that all about? Is a Mississippi-based white supremacy organization that advance advocates what it calls a pro-majority. Now I'm arguing in the sense of like some of these, like the National Policy Institute. Um I don't know mo most of these groups. I've heard a couple of them. <laughs> the Aryan Brothers of Texas and the Aryan Nations. Yeah, that one I think is probably you're pretty spot on. But um understanding what they do. In, in casting out the Proud Boys and Patriot Prayer and Republicans as a whole as they have for decades on end. Um, that's why I kind of look at it with a, a bit of a grain of salt, you know, to go, nah, I don't know about all this. Occidental Quarterly is a printed far-right quarterly journal with a web. They don't even have the fucking storm front in here. <sighs> They're not very good at picking this shit out. Um, because they're finding journals. The, the Stormfront or Storm, I think it's Stormfront, is, uh, who got fired for going on there? It was some, somebody from the Rebel, I think it was. The Rebel is a uh, conservative Canadian magazine or website. And I think they had somebody, was it Lauren Southern? Somebody went on and did an interview with somebody from Stormfront, which is a white nationalist magazine, and they got fired because uh, Ezra is it, it's not Ezra Klein, it's Ezra something. Uh, he's a Jewish person, and and um, I guess he told them not to go on there, and they went on there anyway, and he ended up firing, which is kind of fucked up to a degree, because I think they went on there to it's it, with the intention of this. 
Like, I'll talk to just about anybody. I'll, t- I'll talk to somebody from BET. They were to be like, hey, we want to find out more about why you think the way that you do. Cool. Let's talk. Um, and I do that because I think that in talking with me, it'll better help you understand where I'm coming from and help you also realize, oh, this guy isn't a bad guy like I thought he was. You know, it'll get past the initial, oh, they're not for BLM. They must be racist and get past that to realize, oh, you just don't, you aren't racist. You just don't like what BLM stands for and shit. It's like, yeah, there you go. You know, and in the same way, I would talk with uh, somebody from, from Stormfront or wherever the fuck it's called. Is Stormfront, (laughs) am I getting that confused with the lady on uh, the boys? Yeah, what is it? Is it the is it, is it Stormfront or the Daily Stormer? You know what? Now that I think of it, I bet they got that name Stormfront from that that website. I bet that was like an ode to that or whatever. A wink, wink, nod, 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 nod. Um, Phineas Priesthood makes me think of Phineas and Ferb. It is a Christian identity movement that opposes interracial intercourse, the mixing of races, homosexuality, and abortion. Uh, why is abortion on there? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? Why is, why did you put abortion on here, you dickhead? Uh, a Christ, is a Christian identity movement that opposes interracial intercourse, the mixing of races, homosexuality. Yeah, well, why, why is homosexuality and abortion on here? If you're talking about race, why are those two parts on here? Yeah, no shit. Every Christian, uh, well, every actual Christian uh, group or whatever will uh, be opposed to homosexuality and, and abortion. Fucking retards. Uh, Volksfront. All right. <laughs> Bringing it back to uh, uh, Volkswagen, which would be German, right? Get Get it? Describes itself as an international fraternal organization of persons of European descent. I think it. I think I know about this one, and I think it's a little bit more than that. White Aryan resistance. That makes it sounds like it makes it sound like it's resistant to white Aryans. It's a neo-Nazi white supremacist organization founded and led by former Ku Klux Klan leader Tom Metzger. I think he got one. I think you got another one. I think that one's good there, guys. Good job on Melanoid Nation, which doesn't sound good. But who am I to tell you what to do with your own shit? So, um, I guess my basic takeaway for this episode is that uh, white people are being... um, How do you say it? White people, white people are being racist against <laughs> white people are the target of um, racists in today's society. Sorry if I'm getting quieter as I move away. Um, and that's not OK. Uh, by elevating um, black people in specific, but other minority groups. So they're elevating the liberal left is trying to elevate uh minority groups above whites uh oh you have the uh the shit that went on with the the tucker carlson talking about white replacement theory you had the the a couple of uh white supremacist shooters or whatever like the um buffalo shooting um the black church shooting i can't remember any was that dylan or whatever that did that 
And and by the way, the media promotes this far more than it does others. There have been plenty of uh, black, get this shit, black people killing white people for the fact of them being white. Uh, Tucker just talked about this the other day too. Yes. Do I like listening to Tucker? For sure. Tucker is a good dude. Um, I don't like the majority of Fox News, but I like Tucker. Tucker is a, a lot of fun. He would, he, dude, if he were to ever leave and start up his own thing like InfoWars or something, uh, I think it would absolutely crush Fox News. Fox would be done. Um, Hannity can't keep him afloat. The Five can't keep him afloat. I like Laura Ingram. I like her. She's cool. Um, but the majority of people over there have nothing on, on Tucker. But anyway, so Tucker has been talking about white replacement theory. The thing is, so has the left for a very long time. They have been doing this for years and years. Uh, they have been uh, applauding the idea that white people were no longer uh, making as many babies as minority groups. And that one day they would be the minority within the United States of America. Now, I don't like the idea of purposely... Uh, <clears throat> wanting for any racial group to be the minority or whatever that to me that's just if it's organic great i think or i think organic <clears throat> organic growth in one way or another is um is a good thing i think i don't know or at least a better thing than uh than trying to manipulate um through thought through ideological narratives and things like that, um, the <clears throat> growth of one race or many races over another race, which is what's happening. White people have flat out been uh, the victim of racism for uh, decades, but even more now, while turning a blind eye to um, primarily black uh um, racism against white people in the United States. And what I mean by that is, like I just said, you'll have any instance of a, of a white person doing something, uh, take a white supremacist or an actual white supremacist saying something or doing something, especially if it's physical, if they killed some, uh, a black person, um, you will take, you'll see the media take that and run with it. And you won't hear the end of it for days on end. Well, you'll hear the end of it. It'll be after the days on end. But anyway, um, the media will, it'll catch fire. It'll go around like wildfire. Um, every media company, they'll make fucking movies or daytime TV shows over it and shit like that, but you won't hear it the other way around. And that's not good. It's not a good thing. And that's something to call out. And like I said, this is going to probably have to take another episode to cover even more of this with my <clears throat> late night mind not able to keep everything together in a nice linear path. But the point being is that no one group is immune from having bad people in it. Um, your skin color doesn't dictate who you are as a person. Um, racism against another group is silly and wrong and incorrect um, and sinful. Um, but evil is what evil is. Flat out. Uh I I know there's some shit going on with Jesse Lee Peterson, but I did like how he put it out. Who, by the way, is a black person. So apparently if I'm a racist and I'm promoting this black person that I'm not doing racism right. But he pointed out that racism doesn't exist. Evil is evil. If you do something, if you hurt somebody because of whatever, 
you're doing if you committed an evil against somebody for whatever reason it's evil <clears throat> which is to say like take in um hate hate crime or whatever uh i don't care it, especially legally i don't care why you did something um i just care that you did something if you killed somebody i don't care why you killed them i care that you killed them I guess there's a bent on that because I just thought about it. I mean, if it's in self-defense, okay, then that's different. But that's somebody doing something against you. Um, so there, there is a difference there. And I don't think I'm being hypocritical in what I'm saying. Um, if you're defending yourself or others from somebody who's trying to do something. But again, let's focus on the person who started it all, who's trying to do something against you and your family, who's trying to hurt you or kill you and your family. I don't care why he's doing it. I care that he's doing it. See what I mean? And at least in as much as the law should have an effect on someone, I think that that, that should be how we treat it. Um, I think when it comes into morals, yeah, okay, now, now you want to uh, get a little bit deeper into why somebody is uh, doing something, right? But that's morality. That's, I think, something to have conversations over and stuff. And where I would come in, as I'm sure many of you would, would is to say, um, it's wrong to, to be racist against somebody, no matter what the race is. I mean, God, this is so elementary, dude. I mean, see, this is the reason why I've tried to, to not do an episode like this is because it's, it's so mind numbingly stupid that we all understand that it's wrong, um, to be racist, racist against somebody, but it's still fucking going on. They're still promoting this shit. And I think it takes a certain measure of of uh, resistance against it uh, for for people to realize um, that they one can speak up and join the the conversation and push back against it, uh, but also to to fucking figure out that they may be wrong too. The people who are constantly shitting all over white people and stuff. Um, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, I'll probably end up making another episode of this sometime in the hopefully the near future so I can keep so I can maybe connect all the dots from this heavily branched out um episode. But uh yeah, if not soon then maybe a little later, but uh, I'll get there. Until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal, and don't be racist.